Good morning, doctor. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Absolutely fantastic. I got to tell you, holding this book in my hands, I feel like that child again in the school library that has found a book that gets inside the imagination in so many different ways. I know the feeling. Yeah, it's, uh, it's truly is. You know, I'm just so excited Magnolia Flower is, is out in the world for precisely that reason. Every page is bright, beautiful, poetic. There's so much emotion within this story. And for you to grow this story forward in a modern world, it says a lot about your heart. Well, it's interesting you mentioned the sort of emotionality because I remember when I think it was this, it was the spring of 2020 when I first read again, Magnolia Flower, uh, Zora Neale Hurston's short story in 1925. And as the story was ending, I felt that sort of just this overwhelming sense of joy that, that comes with a beautiful love story. And that's precisely what I wanted to, to adapt and translate for children. And don't you think that by, by, by releasing this book, you're speaking in a language that says, this is you, this is your life. Yes, she does look like you. Yes, this world here is something that isn't as tame as what we are these days. But in reality, we're not so tame. Exactly. And, and I, I certainly think there's going to be so many people, whether they look like Magnolia Flower or don't, there's going to be so many kids who are going to see themselves in uh in magnolia but but i also think that you know we're living in a difficult time and just as magnolia flower was living in a difficult time you know one of her parents fled slavery another one of her parents fled the trail of tears the forced relocation of native people from from the southeast to the other side of the mississippi river but despite that sort of cloud despite that oppression, the people still found love. And it was that love that, that sort of fueled their resistance. And, and, and that's what sort of fueled Magnolia Flower. You know what a lot of people don't understand, Doctor, is how close those two things were in the everyday world of those times. Meaning that, this, the, and it was so shocking to me in, in, in the studies of history that I've done, how we went from the Civil War to the Trail of Tears. And, and how those things were happening side by side, back to back. And, and, and it's like it, we cannot lose these stories in time. You, yeah, we, we can't. We, we, it's, it's important for us particularly when we think about the southeastern United States, yep. that oftentimes when Native people were driven off their land in Florida, in Georgia, in Mississippi, that typically coming behind them were enslaved Africans. And so, you know, the genocide and the forcing of Native people off their land was really the, the first act, and the second act oftentimes became slavery. And so they're deeply connected in, in U.S. history. The book we're talking about is Magnolia Flowers. Um, some listeners may go, what do you, what do you mean? It's it new. This book is not new. But I love the idea that you've taken this story from 1925, which, my God, it was almost 100 years ago, and, and you have planted it in yeah. the present. And I think that's, that, is, that really shows the staying power of, of, of Zora Neale Hurston, one of the legendary American writers, her, her most famous novel, their eyes were watching God could have been written yesterday. And I think it's the same thing for her short story. 
and you know, and 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 certainly uh, magnolia flower is one of them. So do you believe in the theory that when we put pen to paper or put our fingers on the computer uh, keyboard, dear future reader, basically it, it may be about the now when we're, when we're creating the story, but in reality, dear future reader, whoever picks it up in the future is going to, you know, it follow right along. I mean, that's part of the beauty of, 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 of writing, mm-hmm. of, you know, of a story, you know, of whether it's written or even if it's passed down, is that it's immortal. It has the capacity to be immortal. But one of the ways it can be immortal is if we continue to appreciate it and pass it on. And, and that's one of the things I want to, you know, I'm excited to be doing with, with, with Zora Neale Hurston's work. Once again, back to the cover, only because, um, and I'm not judging a book by its cover, but I, I tell you, I love this cover. <laughs> and one of the things that sticks out with all of this beauty illustrated by love is wise is that do you pronounce the name pronounce the name love is wise yes their name is, is pronounced love is wise and wow. they did i mean just an incredible job oh my god yes any of this going to make it inside frames to, because i mean there, there are so many uh, pictures in here <laughs> that could easily be inside frames uh, actually i'm gonna have to talk to them about that because uh, you know i mean it is truly art. I mean, I, I, I can remember the first time my, my, my partner actually saw the illustration. That was her response. Like, even this is art. Like, uh, it is the type of thing people view and, 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 and witness when they go into to museums. And, and so I'm excited because that's the level of, 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 of illustration we should be providing for our children, so I'm, I'm glad we're, we're doing that with Magnolia Flower. It almost feels like you've stepped inside my forest here in South Charlotte, North Carolina. And the reason being is because I, I do love trees. I, I have a relationship with trees and with the leaning trees and especially these trees that said, I have seen so many people fall in love. The reason why I replenish this yeah. forest <laughs> is because of that very picture, because I read somewhere that lovers would come here for the wild grapes and the, and the water and the lake. And my God, it's like you, you, you display that right here on these pages. Yeah, I can. I mean, I I think that one of the things that's conveyed is that you know nature knows nothing of death, yeah. and also love knows nothing of death. And so the connection between sort of nature and the natural world and love and how we need to be protecting both is certainly conveyed in this in this in, in Magnolia Flower. Wow. Well, congratulations on this incredible journey. I can't wait to talk to you more and more in the future, Doctor. Oh, of course. Thank you so much for having me on. You bet. You be brilliant today, okay? Okay, thank you.